Welcome to the Bring Your Book to Life podcast that turns your authorship dreams into reality, one chapter at a time. I'm Andrea Seidel, your host and personal book doula. Think of this podcast as your all-in-one guide to authorship. I'm here as your compassionate friend, your creative supporter, and the compass through the authorship journey. With my gentle nudges and unwavering support, I'm here for you from the spark of inspiration to the joyful delivery of your book. Are you ready for this page-turning adventure? Welcome to Bring Your Book to Life. Hey there, Andrea Seidel here. I am so excited that you are joining us today because I know I say this all the time, but when I have authors on the show, it just makes me so excited because I know the amount of effort, dedication, expertise, and knowledge that they put into their work, into their book. I wholeheartedly believe that books change lives and have the power to change lives. And what, when I was little, I used to always go to bookstores and my, my, my siblings would always ask, can I go to the mall and go shopping? And I would be like, can I go to the bookstore? <laughs> because mm-hmm. books have so much knowledge in them, so much expertise and just so much effort and work and dedication that I just get so excited. And so this is an extension. This podcast is an extension of my love for books, of my love for authors and all their expertise and knowledge packaged into golden nuggets for us to take away. So today I am so excited because I have an author on the show and I just want to quickly introduce you to him because he is so profound. I've had the privilege of getting to know him over the past couple weeks and months. And um, he is all about being an advocate for caring leadership. And he believes that he, he embodies this idea of caring leadership and that he has been saturated in the world of IT consulting. He has been an executive for years and years. And he realized that it's really more impactful to have a style of leadership that is caring for the people. Now, I'm going to let him talk all about it because he's the expert, but he's also the creator of Architect of People First. And he is he trademarked that and he created this whole program around it. He's been in the IT world, as I said, consulting services. He all across North America. He is a he's a coach now and he is an advocate for caring leadership and he speaks all over the world. And we're so excited because now he has taken his knowledge and his resilience and adaptability and his ability to connect with people but empower individuals and work with leaders and managers to help them do the same thing. So he has now written a book. And so I am so excited to welcome Jermaine L. St. Dennis to the show. Jermaine, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you, Andrea. Thank you for this um, outstanding introduction. I don't know if I live up to it, but uh, anyway, it's uh, it's really been a pleasure to uh, to work with you and develop this book. So I'm. I always say, and now we know a little bit about you. Um, what inspired you to write this book? Actually, from from my years of experience in. in uh, in business, I've been observing uh, leadership styles and leadership personalities, and the the profound impact that it has on the people, uh, sometimes negatively, sometimes very positively, but it has an impact on their personal and professional life. And when I became a leader, I decided to do uh, to do my best to help the people, and I, I developed this caring caring leadership philosophy, 
I blogged for the past uh, three, four years about caring leadership. And this year, early in 2023, I decided to turn it into a book. And the book really captures a lot of my real life stories, my experience, and it's a practical guide. It's meant to be a practical guide for either new aspiring leaders or um, current leaders, experienced leaders, to help them become caring and develop a better workplace for everyone. Oh my gosh. And so your book is called Empowering People Through Caring Leadership. That is such a beautiful title. And it's actually, and your subtitle is Strategies That Actually Work. Can you tell us a little bit? I love the title, first of all. I love it because you are empowering people. You're empowering leaders. You're empowering managers. You're empowering anyone. Anyone really is a leader. You're empowering people on so many levels to go down to, to go to a level, not even down, just go to a level that is all about hum humanity, all about connecting with people. And so your title, can you tell talk about your title and why you chose that as your title? Well, actually the, the idea of empowering people uh, largely comes from the principle of servant leadership, which people may have heard of. It was introduced years and years ago by a gentleman named Robert Greenleaf, and, and it, it really accepted worldwide. The idea is that to be a successful leader, you need to train and equip your people, then you trust and empower them to get the work done. But so many leaders don't do that. And so when I was thinking of a title that would reflect my leadership style or what I believe is a great leadership style, uh, as others have, have used it as well. Initially, I started with Architect of People First as my title, but that's kind of maybe vague because people don't know it yet. Uh, so after a few you know, discussions and stuff, uh, empowering had to be part of it. Empowering people had to be part of it. And caring leadership is really the vehicle. Uh, if you empower people and you're a caring leader, People will be successful, and then you are successful. I wanted the title to reflect that. And the subtitle really says, this is not just some um, idea that I, I wrote just because I wanted to write a book. This is based on real-life experience, so the practical strategies that actually do work because I've proven it. Yes. Oh, my gosh. And I love, I love this concept where people take – not just their expertise, so your years and years and years of experience kind of being in the in the field, so to speak, and mm -hmm. you the groundwork, like you have seen it in action, and you not only have the training and, and years of training, but you also have the experience. And so your book, and I love that you put that, like strategies that actually work. <laughs> it's like things that people can put into practice right away. But I have to say, as I've come to know you, is I, I really do feel your ability to connect on a human level. And you have this really, really this desire to spread that human connection and to recognize that, you know, it, in order for us to lead genuinely is to to connect with people and to. And so can you speak to that a little bit? Yeah, absolutely. I love speaking about this. I believe that the heart of leadership is human connection. And simply what that means is to lead effectively, you have to get to know your people as individuals, personally to a certain extent, but you have to know their aspirations, their motivation, their main skills. And then you have to give them the opportunity and trust that they will succeed 
with your help. So when you look at all of that, it's not really that hard to be a, a caring leader. Uh, you're just bringing more humanity to the workplace and everybody wins that way. Everybody thrives. Um, and it's so true, right? It's almost like when you when you're more like a, a drill sergeant or commanding or, you know, not bringing out the or not caring, essentially, and kind of not connecting and, and understanding one another. It's so hard to help someone get motivated or to. So can you speak on like a, a specific level, like in business, like how that would really help? Like, can you give us an example of caring leadership strategies? Well, um, I mean, you mentioned so commanding style, for example, which you know applies in some cases, typically in the military. But um, I talk about different command, different leadership styles in my book. Um, but take for example, um, so you have a group of people. Somebody makes a really bad mistake and maybe impact your client. So, what does a leader do? One of the options is to quickly uh, redeem the problem, deal with it with the client, and then separately talk to that person and, and help them develop so that they don't you know, make the same mistake again. But you have to deal with it. You have to accept that you know people do make mistakes. We all do. The other uh, way of addressing it, if you're a different kind of leader, might be to say, okay, well, I'm an executive and I have the power to fire this person. So, you know, Black and white examples, really, but they do happen in real life. I have seen it. I've lived that. Uh, and I, I love your approach to how it's more collaborative. It's almost like it's a collaborative approach and how um, that it's built on mutual respect and built on this trust and empowerment factor. And that, and I love the way you put it, that everybody wins. Mm -hmm. And so one of my favorite parts about your book is how you you almost redefine modern leadership. Like your book is so timely, especially given, you know, the COVID epidemic and everything going on. Um, some people want to work at home. So you even talk about that in your book. So one of my favorite parts is that your book, although it's from years and years and years and years of experience, as well as your expertise, it, it's incredible that you are able to integrate it for now, for current times. And, and, but that, that this approach actually is what you say is it's timeless, but here's how you can apply. Can you speak to that a little bit as well? Yeah, it, it, it's definitely timeless. And I'm, I'm not the only one who, who favors uh, or is an advocate of carry leadership. Um, there are other great uh, leaders and authors who, who favor that too. Um, I'm fortunate that, you know, I'm still connected, actually, and in touch with people I worked with 30 years ago and people I worked with three years ago. And so it's great because even three years ago during the pandemic, everything was different. People were, you know, imposed on work from home restriction. But off the bat, people had struggled to deal with that. My approach would still deal with the person as an individual, right? And so in the book, I really purposely cover key areas that are relevant to today's uh, workplace. So the key areas in my book that I cover is, number one, a caring leader has to be a coach. That may be new to some people, but coaching leadership is really the answer. Uh, number two, a, co a leader has to be is responsible to develop their people. Uh, and that's a key responsibility. And then number three, today you have to be able to deal with multi-generational 
um, teams, right? That's what it is. You have Gen Z and you have seniors, and I worked with all of them, and really I don't have a problem with any of them, and I don't think it's a problem anyway. And the other area that I talk about is the future of work, how the workplace is evolving, and the work relationship is evolving, and it has to evolve. And then um, one of the key chapters in my book that I that I really like is how to deal with the tough stuff that life throws at you. And so I'm talking about you know, the crises. We, we've lived through a recent one. Uh, I lived through the impact of um, the 9-11 terrorist attack in New York. The impact on business was huge for us. Um, I've lived through mergers and acquisitions three times, um, you know, having to do layoffs, um, executive churn, those kinds of things. So the book really is meant to be a guide for today's leadership and, and tomorrow, right? It's, it's Even though my, I have years of experience, it's meant to be a guide for today. Uh, I love that. And I love that you address that, that it's not always going to be perfect and that, you know, sometimes there are acquisitions and sometimes you know, all these things and that your book is such a wonderful guide and support system um, that offers multiple strategies for the reader um, so that they can apply um, the architect of the people first, right? And and so who did you write this book specifically for? We kind of target on this is basically for anyone who wants to be a successful caring leader and you know and kind of shift the mindset around it. Um who like is that really the target for you? Who do you hope pick up picks up your book? That that is really the target. I'm glad you mentioned mindset because caring leadership and architect of people first principles are really they're not slogans, even though I use them as a tagline on social media. They are a mindset, <laughs> and that's really important to understand. So if a leader doesn't want to have that mindset, as they say, you can lead a horse to water, but my book's not going to help them. But my book will help many, many, I believe, aspiring leaders, new leaders, and experienced leaders who may be wondering, how can I do better? It doesn't mean they're bad leaders, right? This is not meant to, to, to fix uh, people or fixed leaders. This is meant to help them become better leaders, develop a better workplace all around. So that is really the reader, the target reader that, I, that I'm aiming at. And my my aim is that the book will help people become better leaders, help create a better workplace. And again, everybody wins that way. It's simple. Mm, oh my gosh, I love that. It's all about nurturing the best in people, as you say. And um, and that it's really embracing this caring leadership mindset or style. And that I love the way you put it too, because it's not like you're it's a you're read this book because you're broken or you're not you're not doing a good job already. It's like this book is just more that can emphasize and help you and support you and and help you just shift your mindset a little bit and like, you know, and encourage this idea of uh, caring leadership and embracing that mindset or that style so that we can, so that the reader can effectively nurture the best in people and their teams and themselves. And, and I love the way you put it. It's always a win-win situation. Mm -hmm. So, okay. So I have not asked any of your questions, Jermaine, because <laughs> I just, I I'm so excited about your book and I'm so thrilled. And so I always love getting you talking because I know your greatness and I always joke that, okay, let's squeeze your brain out and like, let's get it onto the paper and spread it to the world. So what impact do you hope to have on the world with your book? I'm, actually, I think the world needs caring leaders more than ever. So I'm hoping 
that this will help leaders become more uh, or genuinely interested in the success and in the well-being of their people. That's really the impact that I would like to have. And, and for me, the, the how you measure success as a caring leader, you actually measure it by observing your people. People have become motivated, engaged, they do better, they're happier, right? And again, everybody wins. So my idea of successful leadership is to help people be their best. And if my book can help that, can do that, if, even if only a few leaders or a few organizations, if it can help leaders be better leaders, be caring leaders, and help everybody be their best, I will be happy. Oh my gosh. I think your book should be a textbook at like, you know, universities and in, and like almost like required reading for all these corporations. They're going to definitely want their employees to read it, but we don't want to say not? required because then it's not caring leadership, right? <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Why not? But it is a beautiful gift and it does show common humanity and human connection. And I, I love that. And um, so you also have a beautiful forward. Do you want to share a little bit about the excitement of um, your endorsement of your book? Yes. Oh, thank you. I was actually blown away by the by the support that I have received from a, a select group of, of leaders, current leaders um, and authors who have provided me with some feedback, with some insights about my book and amazing endorsements. I, yeah. Some of them, when I was reading them, I was tearing up, to be honest. Um, and uh, Mark Crawley is one of the people that I've been following for years. He wrote a book called Lead from the Heart in 2011. And at the time, people didn't believe that that book would be successful because, no, that's touchy-feely stuff that leaders don't want to you know, don't want to be part of kind of thing. But things have changed tremendously, and even more so during the pandemic. And so it was so close to my leadership style, even though we have a totally different journey, that I followed Mark. We've been in touch. We've been um, communicating now for several years, he and others. Um, and when it came the time to have my book published, I said, well, not many people will know me, but what about if I could ask someone who is already known and, and supports and, you know, is also an advocate of this um, more humane way of leading. So I asked Mark and, and immediately he said, oh, he graciously agreed. He said, I'd love to write a forward for you. And what he wrote is just a masterpiece. And I, I'm not going to spoil it, but uh, I was blown away by it. And, and uh, you know, it's just really, really great. And that's a testament to the power of your book and the message that it has. And um, so I just wanted to celebrate you and in, in that forward and that accomplishment and for you to having the courage to reach out and connect with him because of how much he his book changed your life and had such an input packed. And I, I know your book is going to help so many people as well. So you did have a bit of a health implication and you took a sabbatical. Can you, and this is where you kind of got inspired to, to write this book. Is this where, you know, kind of it started your career transition? Do you want to speak about that? Um, yes, actually I, I, I did have, I had cancer in 2015. Um, and um, after I had my, my treatments and I recovered fully, I decided not to go back to the corporate world. Before that, I worked for a very large uh, software company, uh, leading a team of software engineers. But 
So I decided not to go back in the corporate world, and I decided to come back as a consultant instead and, and try and, and, and share um, my, my beliefs and, and my experience and my, my proven principles. And that's when I developed the architect of people first to say, okay, these are the principles that I believe work. And the, the, in my book, I have you know, the hallmarks of caring leadership. And number one is caring for your people. Obviously, that's not going to surprise you. But um, so I started blogging and, and I've been doing some consulting work. And so it was that idea that after having um, you know, a bit of a scary um, health situation, because having cancer you know, it is scary for everybody, yeah. um, I decided to focus on, on things from that way. It doesn't mean that I don't work with organizations, and, and I still work with organizations. I work with individuals. And, and it doesn't mean that I wouldn't join another company um, in, in a full-time role, but um, I would still be focused on this whole idea of, of you know, it's like I have, it's like I'm on a mission uh, to help people get to this caring leadership stage, or at least adopt as much of it as possible. Yeah, it's like I'm on a mission. Yes, and you are, Jermaine. You are on a mission. I can see it in the how you're. You know, you're. You're. What's the word? Vivarious. Is that a word? Vivarious. Voracious. Voracious. <laughs> Your tenacity with writing this book and keeping it moving forward, right on track, and. Um, and so, yes, it's so exciting in that. So you are available for consulting and speaking engagements and all these things. And then you have your book as well um, that can follow you around on all these occasions. If people, you know, want to get a taste of you now, they have your, your, a little bit of you in your book or a lot of you in this book, empowering people through caring leadership. And so it's going to be available worldwide um, in bookstores and everywhere that they distribute books. Um, so, so is there anything you want to add to that? So, where what's next for you? It, it it's so exciting, yes, to have to have my book available everywhere. Right? It's really really exciting, and I I look forward actually to more feedback, to customer reviews, uh, and hopefully people will, will you know, it will resonate with people, uh, and later on. I would love to get feedback from leaders who have said, who say that this book has helped them, right? That, yeah. would, that would be tremendous. That's really rewarding for me to, to say, to hear that I've helped people. And in my coaching work, uh, it's very similar. And, and some of the things that come up regularly in my coaching work, you know, is how do you develop uh, relationships remotely? Leaders still struggle with that sometimes. How do you lead change uh, remotely, lead change without the official title? Uh, how do you facilitate workshops, meetings online? Uh, relatively easy for me and you probably, Andrea, but it's not easy for everybody. It's not natural for everybody. So um, I'm definitely available uh, to help organizations, uh, coach individuals or coach a team. I run uh, something called uh, Empowering Leaders in Action. It's a roundtable program. Empowering Leaders, again, the tie-in to my book, Inaction part is because it's based on practical, actionable um, advice or, or discussions, right? Everything is, is based around that. So we have a roundtable discussion with several leaders, um, and we discuss whatever issues they have that day and or that week or that month. And sometimes we drill down uh, and talk about more specific things. But the idea is that there's a lot that we can do to make the whole world better and the leadership um uh, area better. And uh, I am available generally, I'm uh, very, very active on LinkedIn. 
I have my own website, uh, germainsanity.ca. People can, can look at that. And uh, obviously, my book will be available on Amazon, uh, Indigo, chapters Indigo, and, and bookstores. Yeah, yeah, very exciting. It's so exciting. And today's the day. When, if you're listening to this, yes, you are. Today is the launch day. Your book babies come to life, all your hard work and dedication. So, for those that are listening, I always do book giveaways. So, if they're listening to this, wherever you're listening to it or watching it, if you take a screenshot and tag us in it and share it on social, and that way I know you've done it, I'll basically I'll keep opening this up until the end of, I think I'll do till the end of February. And I, and if you tag, you enter, you get entered into a draw. I will give away five copies of this book, Empowering People Through Caring Leadership, um, as my gift to you. So please, please, please share, share, share. And um, and also, so with this process, a lot of people might be listening, say, okay, wait a second. How did he do it? How did he write this book? How did he publish it? How did he know what to do? I know I've been a little bit of a part in it. Um, and your I know your wife, Janice, has been a huge part um, with her editing capabilities and her beautiful skills. So um, if someone's listening, can you, can you speak to that? Like how, um, how would they go about doing it? And also what are you, what was your process? So actually, yes, if someone listening is listening as a think of writing a book, I think you really, it's like, it's like wanting to find your career. Uh, you have to find your passion, write, write something that you're passionate about, uh, because then it will come across that there's more genuine and it will resonate with people. So find something that you really, really know well. Um, and the key for me was developing an outline. When I decided that, that I was writing this book, um, actually uh, committed to it uh, in a podcast. So then I, then I kind of had to, but uh, <laughs> earlier in the year, I committed to writing this book. And uh, I developed an outline. Um, and that, that took me a while, but because I had many ideas in mind. But then I ran the outline by, uh, by you, Andrea, and by Janice, who I, I'm fortunate. She's a professional communicator. Uh, she narrates and produces uh, audiobooks, and she's also a book editor. So she helped tremendously, and I ran the outline by her. And after a few discussions, the outline that we ended up with stuck to the end. Really, it was the right. We changed a lot of um, some of the topics inside the chapters and everything else, but um, it really worked. And that's what I re recommend to people. Get a coach of some kind. Get other people involved to help you get going. And uh, you have to be disciplined and motivated. I I'm generally a disciplined person. But if you're not disciplined and you uh, wander and leave it, you you know it may not be as successful. So you really have to dedicate the effort, because it is a lot of work. But it's very rewarding. I actually, love the process at the end. At the end, yeah. <laughs> it is. It, it is. But it's so. I agree with you 100%. It's so rewarding. And you actually haven't seen a physical copy of your book yet. So just wait till that happens because that's the exciting part. And um, so yay. So okay. And you yes. And thank you so much to Janice. I, I definitely want to work with her as well in terms of helping us at Live Life Happy Publishing with editing and things like that too would be kind of wonderful. So we should talk about that. Um, and also you mentioned there's so many people that came out of the woodworks to support you and, um, with all the endorsements and things like that, did you, did you want to speak to that as well? There are very many. And I, and I 
I won't name people on, on this podcast because I'm afraid I'm going to leave some out, but uh, there are definitely some key individuals uh, that have helped me um, and some key leaders that have provided uh, terrific insight. People, And that's a really an added bonus in my book. Uh, and, and I have to thank uh, Patrick McKenna, uh, who suggested that, you know, to provide added value, why don't you survey a few, because, because I had contacts, why don't you survey some leaders that you know and some authors and ask them to provide input for your book, right? So additional insights that generally complement my caring leadership uh, principles. And uh, I, I was blown away by how much feedback I received. Like people were so open, wanting to share, uh, which is really good. So I, I put some of this in the book, not all of it, uh, the additional information that I have, I will make available through my website, um, and uh, people can go there and, and provide their uh, email and sign up, and I will make that available to anybody who's interested because there is a lot. And then when it came to get endorsements, uh, I've already mentioned you know, the forward uh, is terrific, but I've asked other um, renowned people to take a look at my book and Testimonials are really terrific. So I couldn't ask for better, to be honest with you. Um, you know, I I think um, you can't you can't ask for better. You have to know, you have to realize when when things are good. And and right now that this is really really good. I'm really happy. Yeah. Yay. And that is empowering people through caring leadership strategies that actually work. Jermaine L. Saint Dennis. Now I'm saying your name wrong because you say your name so beautifully. Germain or Germain Sandity. And I and I rarely use the L, but we use the L in the book to make sure that you know, no one else tries to steal my my idea. <laughs> yes. So it's good that I'm saying it phonetically because then people can find it on Amazon and everywhere, right? <laughs> people can find it on Amazon. They have they have the book summaries there. My my um, about uh, the author is there. And um, I really look forward to to hearing and reading those customer reviews. Definitely. It's really, really uh, exciting time. It is. Well, I cannot thank you enough for being on the show and and being a friend all these months and just getting to know you. It's been such a pleasure. And I know your book is so powerful and is going to help so many people. So if there's one last thing you want the listener to hear, what would that be? If there's one last thing I, I want to say is, um, care for other, care for others, and if we all care for each other and we're kind, I think life will be way better. Ah, oh, that's beautiful. Thank you, Jermaine. Thank you, Andrea. Thanks for your help. Thank you for joining us on another exciting episode of Bring Your Book to Life. I hope you've been inspired along your own author's journey. Now, let me ask you this. Do you have a book inside you waiting to be brought to life? As your book doula, I'm here to guide you through the process of turning your ideas and knowledge into a compelling message that will inspire the world. If you're ready to take that step and you want me to be alongside on that journey and make your book dreams come true, I invite you to visit andreaseidel.com and set up a Let's Bring Your Book to Life discovery call. Or if you've already written your book and you're ready to publish, I invite you to visit livelifehappypublishing.com and explore their hybrid approach to publishing and bringing your book to life. 
Thank you for being a part of our book-loving authorship community. Until next time, keep writing and keep sharing. Your message will make a difference and have a ripple effect on the world.